Hello and a very warm welcome to the final whistle. I'm Kenzie Benali. And I'm Steve Forbes. Well, it was another good performance from Southampton today as it finishes 1-1 at Old Trafford. And now Dean Hammond and Adam Leach rejoin us to talk about the match. Uh, great to see you both once again. Dean, we'll come to you first. I think it's fair to say both teams could have won that one, but a point each seems fair on balance. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think with the chance created, you consider the game, I think a 1-1 draw was probably... A fair result. Um, brilliant performance again by Southampton. Um, created a lot of chances. Had a lot of possession of the ball. Um, probably Man United had two periods during the game. Probably about 10, 15 minutes in the first half where they got the goal and then they were in the ascendancy and created a few chances on the counter-attack with their, their pace and movement up front. And then probably five to 10 minutes in the, in the second half where um, Fraser Forster had to make some really, really important saves. But apart from that, I really felt Southampton were comfortable and I felt that potentially they, they could win the game. And not many teams go to Old Trafford and create that many chances and, and pretty clear-cut chances, a, a cut of them as well. You talk about Stuart Armstrong, I think if he had his shooting boots on today, which potentially could have won the game. But you have to look at that performance. Considering the Tottenham display um, and the recovery, the shorter period of recovery, the energy and the intensity that the team played with is was a real, real credit. And they were brave. Like I mentioned before the show, really, really brave. Um, Cole for Peters, I think, was excellent again. Um, the two central midfield players, brilliant. And the two players up front, I mean, they are such a threat and such a handful. They're really, really good. And I think they're a, they're a problem for any defence in, in this league. The more they play with each other, Shea's goal, spectacular, great finish. Just That's what Shea does when he's in form and he's confident. It looks really, really easy to him to score those those sort of chances. And Brozier, I mean, for a player such a young age, absolutely bullied Maguire. Maguire would be so happy that game's finished and um, on another day could have got a goal. So excellent performance again and uh, a well-deserved point from, from Southampton. Yes, indeed. Uh, now, Adam, firstly, congratulations for another correct score prediction. Uh, we do need to uh, to put that out there. I know you're rather pleased with that. Uh, but secondly, um, you said in the pre-match show it was a big ask for this team to go out and put in another performance after such a fantastic display on Wednesday. But it was really strong from the team once again. Yeah, I mean, it's what, what was a, a really amazing was the energy levels that they showed. I mean, you kind of thought, various points during the game, surely there's going to be a dip here. Surely they're going to just sag a little. And I think especially when uh, they kind of, what we assume was a forced halftime change that Ralph would not have wanted to have made. At that point, you think, oh, he's now used a sub as well and kind of in a position where he probably wouldn't have wanted to freshen things up. Might this get a little bit tricky in the closing stages with the amount of effort that Saints were putting in yet again? Uh, just a few days after they'd, they'd, that magnificent performance at Tottenham, but but not a bit of it. They didn't didn't flag once. Uh, it was very very impressive. I mean, overall, it was a great game of football as well. It was very enjoyable to watch. It was at times it was sort of had little bits of basketball match where they were sort of going from one end to the other. Both teams sort of looked happier to be counter attacking most of the time. So, which made it incredibly exciting. Um, but what a great result. I mean, what, what a run of results this is for Southampton. What a huge statement it is of where they are and where they're going under Ralph at the moment. Uh, but yeah, another just overall, just another really fantastic performance. The pitch up at Old Trafford and, and kind of take it to United as well, which they did today. They, they played United somewhat at their own game and they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Man United and they deserved that point. And that's 
real credit to Saints because United, yeah, they're not not on top, top form, but they've got some absolute quality in that team and in that squad. And Saints match them every step of the way today. Well, before we talk about the game in a bit more detail, here's how it panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solon. Sancho threads it through for Ronaldo, round Forster, and cleared off the line by Roman Pirro brilliantly. Armstrong has to his left, Elianusi, edge of the box. Elianusi onto his right foot, goes to the back post. Walker Peters, oh, Adams headed it backwards. Ward Prowse's shot is then charged down by Harry Maguire. But how did Southampton not score? And now United can break. Sancho has Ronaldo to his right. It's three on one. He's also got Rashford in the box. Sancho onto his left foot and Forster comes off his line and smothers it and stops it. Now he sends it down the right and Rashford's gone in behind Salisu. This could be 1-0 to United. Rashford to the back post and it's slid in. And it may be Carl Walker-Peters. It may well be Jaden Sancho. Header infield, might fall for Armstrong, and it's a good save from De Gea. He volleyed it, Elianusi to his left as Perro. He couldn't score at Spurs, is this his chance? Still skipping around the box, fires it low, and De Gea again makes a save low to his left. Romeo returns it back to him, good first time ball into Elianusi. In that little hole of space, Adams is onside, Elianusi finds him, and in off the post, Shay Adams scores away from home for the second time in four days. Now in toward Prowse, into feet to Romeo, who's up there. Clever ball from him to Armstrong, drills it over the bar. Oh, he's got to keep it down. Duke Shaw's free kick, hung to the back post, free header, what a save! By Fraser Forster from Harry Maguire, and that's it! Dean, we spoke before the game about how Southampton could have been a bit unfortunate to be drawing the game at half-time against Spurs on Wednesday. Were they a tad unfortunate to be losing the game uh, at half-time today against Manchester United? The stats show that they had seven shots on goal to Manchester United's five. I think so, Steve. Um, I think they started the game really, really well. Um, And then, like I mentioned, Man United had that period where they were on top and they looked the better team. They looked stronger, a little bit more powerful in in those moments and got the goal. Um, But from then on, again, I thought Southampton showed a real maturity where they had a spell of just keeping possession of the ball and just slowed the game down to kind of take the sting out of the of the Man United ascendancy um, and just kind of slowed the game. And from that moment, you know, you think there's a moment before they score where Shea Adams has that chance he just slips you know it's a great move it's a good header back from Cole Capitas and he just loses his footing and can't direct the header um, there's the really really intelligent play from Stuart Armstrong a really good one too with Oya Romero and comes on his left foot and has a strike at goal Pero again good possession play switch the play comes in on his right foot has a strike um, a couple of balls that flashed across the the uh, centre of the area from Cole Capitas and Brogia so there was really, really good opportunities for Southampton in that first half. And I think they will feel a little bit frustrated and um, disappointed that they came in at halftime 1-0 down, but would have had a lot of hope at halftime with that that performance. And I think that's why they started the second half so strong and with, with so much belief and got themselves back into the game. So a really good performance. Um, but yeah, they would have had hope going into that second half because the moments they created... Um, would have just really given them belief that they can get something out of this game. Um, and, and they did, and, and they could have gone on to, to win it in the second half, 100%. Adam, what did you make of that first half and the goal Southampton ultimately conceded? Well, I mean, Man United, if you look at how they've been in general, they have they have started well and then struggled. 
somewhat in recent times and and that's kind of a little bit how it went today I mean it was very open the beginning of the game and there were chances at both ends and it was not not really I suppose a massive surprise that the goal would come from a counter-attack as as it was almost like you know it was they were almost taking turns to counter-attack each other uh, it's just the way the game was um you have to give some credit to United for the goal. It was very well worked. It was a well worked counter attack. It was a great ball from Fernandez, um, and they were very, very incisive. And I think at that point, your your fear really, uh, as as kind of once you got to half time, was was just were Saints going to pay the price for not quite being as clinical as Man United were going to be, um, which is a something that we've seen once or twice this season, or, or more maybe from Saints where they've actually matched teams or, or better teams, but but just not quite been able to put the finishing touches to it. But this Saints team now looks really, really confident. And as Dean said, with the two guys up front, uh, Adams and Broya looking not only a great partnership, but individually looking so good and so strong and so confident uh, and with such a great complement of, of different skills between them. Um, yeah, the Saints Saints were able to pull it, pull it back really, but getting that goal again just after half time it is a really good time to score just before just after half time uh, and it really changes the momentum of the game but you have to say if you're looking at the first half take it to 47 minutes once Saints equalised and that was a fair result Saints didn't deserve to be behind at half time it was just that little extra clinical edge from Man United that, that was the difference at that point well, Dean, you did mention a few moments ago about the fantastic finish from Shea that gave Southampton the equaliser early in the uh, second half. Do you want to talk us through uh, that goal? Well, it's a brilliant goal to, to start with, Steve. It's, and Adam's mentioned there, it's, it's always the timing of the goal works really, really well for Southampton because it gets them back in the game straight away into the second half. But there's a few moments within the goal that are really, really important you know, Oya Romero getting on the ball and in the pass out wide where he could have gone to Elenusi straight away, but it wasn't on. I think it would have been a false pass. And he goes wide to, to Pero and Pero plays a first time pass then into Elenusi and it cuts out a Man United player, which allows Elenusi to get on the half turn. He has one or two touches, an extra touch to just draw that Man United defender in. And it's a brilliant kind of toe poke pass through to, to Shea Adams. Shea Adams' moving, movement because he pulls himself wide, but then cuts back in. It's a really clever movement. And, and Shea in that position, when he's in, in that mood, in that confidence, it's a brilliant finish. It really, really is because the finish has to be what he does. He has to put it that wide to almost aim for the post to be able to get in and off the post because De Gea was in fine form today and is a, a superb goalkeeper. So it's a brilliant finish, but it's it's a really well-worked goal. There's, there's, there's important moments within the move that enable the goal to happen, that enable the timing of the pass, enable that uh, gives it time for the Man United players to almost drift out of position and encourage them to try and win the ball to open up that opportunity for Shea's movement. But brilliant goal and, yeah, good passing and good movement from Southampton. Yes, indeed. And Pauline's got in touch on socials to tell us how pleased she was with that. She says, brilliant performance again from our team. Uh, we have a great team. All of them are outstanding. Love it, though. Shay Adams was man of the match. I mean, Adam, two goals now in four days for him. Yeah, you kind of expect Ralph to come out with that ketchup bottle analogy again, don't you? <laughs> well, let's hope not. Um... <laughs> But it, yeah, I mean, he's in great form, absolutely great form, and and he's um, he's growing as a as a player and as a presence. Uh, 
Saints needed this from him. It's a difficult transition they're making at the moment and a difficult transition this season, losing Danny Ings, who was obviously the uh, the leader of the line and a very important talisman for, for the team, for the club, in the dressing room. And really, it was Shea's mantle to grab if he wanted it, if he could do it. And that's exactly what he's doing. He he is a he's a big presence. He's big. He's strong. He's powerful, but he's also skillful. We've seen he can score all kinds of goals. And one of the things that we've criticised him for in the past is is kind of those instinctive goals seem to come very naturally to him. The ones where he's got a bit more time, he struggled with. That is changing in his game as well, and he's delivering much more consistently. And I think for him, having Broya alongside him has has enhanced Shea's game, to be honest. I think he's a better player for having Broya there and knowing the skills and the qualities and some of the different qualities that he brings and kind of knowing what he'll do. It's given Shea, I think, more confidence in his own role in the team and what he's there to do and what he's there to deliver. Um, and the end product is there for everybody to see because, yeah, okay, we'll talk about his goals. Naturally, he's a striker, but he's contributing so much more than that to the team. It's not just about his goals, um, as important as they are. And uh, yeah, he's just in a in a great moment right now. Uh, and hopefully this is kind of the start of, of this being the minimum performance level we get from Shea from now on. Uh, and if he does that, he is going to be a, a force to be reckoned with in the Premier League for, for many years to come. Yeah, he certainly will be. Uh, Dean Stuart Armstrong also had two great chances in the second half, but unfortunately neither were on target. What did you make of his second half performance today? I think overall Stuart was, was excellent, except for that final bit. I think those those final couple of strikes that was missing from from his game today, um, but positional wise to get into those positions was excellent. We, his technical ability is is superb, and that's probably why we're talking about it and why we expect a little bit more from him, um, especially the second one where it's brilliant play from Aura Romeo on on the on the left hand side, but comes in plays a one two with Brozier and then spots Stuart Armstrong, great first time pass and. In that position, I don't think you want anyone else in the team with that time on that angle than, than Stuart Armstrong. And he probably tries to hit it too well, tries to be too clean with it and get too much power, probably because of the goalkeeper that, that he's facing. Um, and just kind of, if you look at it, he looks up before he finishes the strike, which obviously means the ball is raising up. Uh, and the one before that where he gets the opportunity on his left foot is brilliant play from Cole Capitas and, and Brozier again where he spins Maguire. Cole Capitas is through, runs the length of the pitch, looking for that opportunity, lays it across to, to Stuart Armstrong. And he kind of snatches a left-hand shot. And maybe, if you look at it, could have either played Shea Adams or Ellen Usi was actually made a really, really good run and could have rolled it into his path. But again, in that position, you'd back Stuart Armstrong because he does have that ability. But... I thought he played well today. I think he was a real important part and valuable part of why Southampton played so well. Um, but it, just in those moments, because of his quality, I think we expect a little bit more. And I think he expects a little bit more. And you could see the disappointment in his face. But no, a good performance from Stuart. 
Well, let's take a glance now at some of the comments coming into us on our social channels. Uh, Ryan Ackland, hello to you. He says, deserve the points on the balance of the game. Uh, Lorraine Evans has said, just fantastic results and a well-deserved point. Well done, guys. Andrew, hello. Great to see Saints going toe-to-toe with confidence. We had our chances, but the result is a fair one. And Mel on Facebook says this, brilliant performance. Happy with a point well-deserved. Uh, and another impressive performance, Adam, from Carl Walker-Peters. He's certainly been in red-hot form of late. Yeah, and it's it's such an interesting situation for Saints now in these full-back positions and how this season's gone and the sort of narrative of, of, of what's happened. Um, because I, I think we all thought uh, in, the, in the summer before Tino joined that, that Kyle was the number one right back the Saints and that was that was all there was to it it was a case of they need to get a backup for him but that's it they're looking at a backup option suddenly they've got in a young player who's obviously then started sensationally uh, and Kyle found himself as as number two on uh, right back which is a very strange position given his form uh, in, for Saints and then a left back you've had Walker Peters playing over there almost to get him in the team rather than somebody who's been signed to play at left back in Perro. Now you've got Perro at left back, who's looking really good, and you've got Walker Peters at right back looking really good. And now Livramento is is can he get in the team? At right back right now, the answer I think honestly is no, because Walker Peters, two fantastic performances. You can't take him out. You just cannot drop him right now. He's he's doing everything that as a manager you would want when you're up against serious competition. He's raising his game. He's playing at at the peak of his powers, really, from what we've seen at his time at Saints right now. And it's Livramento who's who's probably got to sit out. It it looks better to me. Um, Livramento is a great player, but I like we've got Perro on one side and we've got Walker Peters on the other. It's balanced. It's much more balanced than trying to put Walker Peters at left back. And Perro's growing into the team as well. Um, Really interesting how it's gone and it'll be fascinating to see how it plays out between now and the end of the season. Can Walker Peters keep this kind of form? Can he keep Livramento out? Does Ralph feel if he needs to try and keep Livramento, keep him happy? Does he feel like he needs to get him in the team? Does he try and put him in somewhere else further up the pitch? It's it's a really interesting little dynamic that's playing out there. But Walker Peters... Uh, is is doing absolutely everything he can and he he just can't be dropped when he's playing like this so full, full credit to him yeah, certainly a great problem for Ralph to have. Now, Southampton did have to make a half-time substitution with Jack Stevens coming on for Jan Bednarek, who we believe is injured. Dean, how did he do for you in the 45 minutes? Excellent. Really, really good. Uh, I thought he was, yeah, really, really good. I thought he, he kind of marshaled the back four brilliantly in the second half. Um, there was one moment early on that he made a really, really good tackle on Ronaldo. Um, and then lots of headers. You know, one of... Jack strengthens his positioning and reading of the game. And he won lots of headers today from potential dangerous crosses, whether that was from Rashford on the left-hand side, cutting back in and trying to curl it, or whether it was um, uh, Sanchez on the other side trying to curl it back post. I thought Jack was very, very good. There was moments where he came in really, really tight as well um, and to try to get in front of the midfield players and try and win it and be really, really aggressive, which at times we've questioned over Jack. Uh, but I thought he was excellent. He came into that that second half, didn't take him two or three minutes to, to settle in. He got into the game straight away. Um, and that's what you want from players that come on. Um, you want them to make an impact. Um, and credit to Jack and credit to 
to the management, ready to the, the coaching staff that, that he's ready and he's he's up to speed and, and ready to play. So, yeah, good for him because he's had to be patient. He's had to suffer a few injuries this season, seen other defenders um, perform very, very well. Um, and that's difficult when you're sitting on the bench wanting to play. Um, so he's taken his opportunity and I thought he performed very well in the second half. Well, Adam, you uh, you spoke before the game about the league table. I mean, we stay in 10th after that result, uh, so it might not look much given that. But actually, how huge is that point psychologically? Oh, it's massive. You, you wind back the last few games. I mean, you've got a draw against Manchester City, beating Tottenham, and you've got a draw at Old Trafford. I mean, that's a fantastic set of results. I don't care which team you are in the division. You're happy with that pretty much, I think. It's, it's a fantastic uh, place for Saints to be right now. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can argue all you want about the, whether a point is is massively valuable in the grand scheme of if you were just looking at the analytics of the table or not. But when you actually think about what it means to the team, it, it's huge. Getting results against these teams is incredibly difficult. It's really, really hard. Not many teams go to Old Trafford and, and, and you know, get something, especially having backed up beating Tottenham in the middle in midweek away from home. Um, it's absolutely huge for Saints. Uh, the, people always say about the Premier League, oh, the reason that, that, that it's got such international appeal is the team at the bottom can beat the team at the top at any given day because the quality is so high. Well, truth is, you don't actually see that happen very often. And when you do, normally everybody's looking for what went wrong for the team at the top rather than what the team at the bottom did to get that result. And so it's almost put down to a fluke. Well, look at this run of results. This isn't a fluke. You could, you don't fluke a draw at Man City, a win at Tottenham, and then a draw at Old Trafford. And so I think that should give Saints a lot of confidence and belief. And there, there will be no team in this division right now looking at the fixtures coming up who's got Saints who'll be looking forward to playing them. They will be fearing playing Saints right now. And that is a great position to be in. It certainly is. Uh, well, Dean, a question for you then uh, from someone watching along at home. Andrew Carb- Kirby has sent in this question. He says, was it a pen on Brower, in your opinion? It's a difficult one. Um, if he's talking about the incident where Brozier goes past Maguire and potentially could have gone down uh, and tries to finish against uh, De Gea, I don't think it is. Uh, but I think if Brozier had gone down, I think it would have been. I think there is a slight contact. Um, I think Maguire um, is clever. He kind of stops his momentum knowing that he's going to make contact. Um, but I think Brozier was was past Maguire and fancied his chances in terms of scoring. So I think if you look at it, he'd have to go down. And then it's a decision for the referee. It's a decision for VAR. And we know that that at times can go either way. So I think he did the sensible thing and the right thing to stay on his feet and, and back himself. Like I say, with the form he's in, um, he would back himself. And I actually think he could have squared it. Uh, I can't remember if it was Stu Armstrong in the box. He could have pulled it back and would have had an, an open goal. But if he'd gone down, it would have been very interesting to see what decision the referee would have made. Well, let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. Ralph, never easy to follow up such a great performance and victory as you did in midweek, but the big effort again from your team today. Yeah, need, we need it. Yeah, big performance because it's hard to, to take something here, but um, I think it was deserved, especially because of our second half. And when we are a little bit more clinical in some moments, uh, even more as possible. But yeah, we had also a good save from Fraser. So it was uh, in the end uh, a good draw for us. And uh, yeah, 
could see when we are playing football in the way we can play, then he's even against the pressing team and they tried to press us today. In the first half they did it good. In the second half it was harder for them. And then you you can score goals like we scored our first and can get chances like this. We did a few very good times in the second half. Yeah, we've seen it a few times in, I think, the last three Premier League games. Obviously, Man City, Tottenham, Man United. These are big clubs, but you're going after them and, and taking the game to them. Yeah, we, uh, this is the level we want to deliver, and uh, we do now. And this is fantastic to watch. We, we have learned to, to be brave and to play a good football. And I think uh, you can see it in, in every part of the game that you try. It's not always working, but we try it, and this is good to watch. Well, it ends two days or two two day two games. <laughs> I'll get your words out, Steve. Come on, Steve. <laughs> two games away from home for Southampton. Uh, it's back to St Mary's as Everton up next, and they'll be hoping to avoid five straight defeats in the three o'clock kickoff against Leeds. So, Adam, what are your thoughts ahead of facing Everton next time out? Well, I mean, St Mary's is going to be buzzing. Uh, the team coming back on the form they're in. Uh, I think the fans are going to turn up very expectant for another great performance and another good result. Uh, I think Everton, um, they're in a very, very difficult place right now. No matter what happens today, they're still going to be in a difficult place next week. It's not ideal for them. They have a lot more quality than their form suggests. So they are going to be a danger for any team they play because they, at some point you always figure they're going to they're gonna get better. They're going to improve. They've got, they've got players that should be performing better than they are. Um, but as I said before, teams are going to fear Saints. Everton are not going to fancy this game one little bit. Um, St Mary's is probably going to be packed. It's going to be absolutely rocky. I think it's going to be a really tough challenge for Everton. But for Saints, the way they're going now, and when we're talking about a top half finish, we look at that and we say it's a winnable game for Saints. Very winnable game. And another three points there is massive. You back up the Man United draw with with another win when you go back at home against a team that's been struggling for form. And that point, we talk about that point, is it huge in the context of the season in the table? On In isolation, no. But if you back it up then, when you go back home with a win, it's really significant. And I think Saints have every chance of doing that next weekend. Yeah, things aren't going very well for Everton right now. But Dean, do you expect them to... Turn it around at St Mary's next weekend. I think it'll be a tough game. I think any any game in the Premier League is tough, and there, there's an expectation at Everton, and um, they've the time's running out for them. They need to pick up results, so they'll be coming to the game wanted to win. I think what's important for Southampton is is the performance again. The consistency in the performance is what's got them the results, in in my opinion. Um, I think if they can continue that and keep those standards, they'll keep picking up points. They'll keep winning games. Um, and the atmosphere at St Mary's will be brilliant. And if they can play with that intensity and that belief, as we've seen, they're a match for anyone in this division. And you get up a goal against early against Everton, you're playing with confidence, the, the crowd are making a good noise, it's going to be difficult for Everton. So I'm looking forward to that. But in my opinion, the consistency of performance is the next step for Southampton. Doing that over a 5-10 game period is really, really important. Yeah, we're certainly looking forward to that match at St Mary's. Uh, Dean, Adam, a pleasure to have you with us as always. Thanks ever so much for your input and analysis. And uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, Time now, though, to head back to our socials and see the reaction after another brilliant performance. Uh, Andrew Williams has said, who'd have thought? Four points from Spurs and Man United. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Uh, Omar said, we have to keep this momentum till the end of the season, echoing Dean's 
everyone's thoughts uh, there. James on YouTube says, our high line caused two goals to get ruled out, which has happened a lot recently. It's working well. Alan has said, always thought we look more dangerous with KWP on the right. Pero starting to look the full package. Um, Richard Whitlock also getting in touch. Great week for Saints. We are a good side. And Andrew Dron has said, so very proud once again. A fantastic team effort with 11 contenders for Man of the Match. Just brilliant Saints. Great football to watch. Some really happy fans there. Well, Southampton leave Old Trafford with a vital point as their recent great run of form continues. Now it's two home games on the trot, starting with Everton next Saturday. It's a three o'clock kickoff for that one. We'll be back with you for Saints Live on the day as well. Enjoy your week and we'll see you then. Bye for now.